Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Eating Alone in My Car show with your host, So Sad Today. Today I'm having mellow cream pumpkins. You know the pumpkins that are made out of like the candy corn material, but the shape is like, it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like teabagging heaven. Like they're just so fucking good. I fucking love these things. Um, I was just at Walgreens to get my Prozac, um, or I guess my generic Prozac. Let me make sure they gave that to me. Hang on. I should probably take that now. Um, yeah, so as, as most of you know, I take, um, oh yeah, fluoxetine. That's what they call it. So as most of you know, I take, um, I take a combo. I take Effexor and Prozac. Um, and the reason for that is because a couple of years ago, I felt like the Effexor wasn't working. We had increased my dose. I was still having panic attacks. So my psychiatrist tried to switch me to Prozac and I weaned off the Effexor. And just as I was getting like off the final titrate, I think they call it like titrating, getting off the final little bit of Effexor, um, and had started taking the Prozac, um, I thought I was going to be fine because I had been, even though I'd been on it for years, but I was, we weaned and I didn't have any symptoms with the wean. And then when I got off the last little bit of effects, um, I was away in the desert in Palm Springs and um, I looked at a Marilyn Monroe painting that was sort of like smiling um, and, and it looked to me to be crying with all the weight of um, the world's sorrow and the falsehoods that had been put on Maryland at Maryland and also laughing at us. And then I looked around and all the tourists sort of looked like evil plastic figures also laughing. Um, and, and that set off a, a few days of, of terror and a few months of um, my psychiatrist and I figuring shit out. Um, you know, it was I was not on psychedelics. I was sober, but it's, you know, anxiety can distort um, depression can distort and can come from anxiety. Anyway, so what we ended up doing was keeping me on the Prozac and then, um, on a low dose of the Prozac and then going back on effects or even though they kind of do the same thing. So it like doesn't even make any sense, but, um, you know, that seems to, that seems to have worked, um, you know, reasonably well for the past couple of years. I mean, you know, when I get out of bed. So, um, I, I can I can say thank you thank thank you Prozac but so um but yeah so I was at Walgreens I had you know I had sort of a a sad mellow cream pumpkin incident uh ne'er but a week and a half two weeks ago uh, I was with a friend of mine in Beverly Hills um we were picking up some food at this restaurant La Scala that I love it's like this um they they have just like this dope chopped salads um, it's, it's my favorite shit. Um, but so we were, and anyway, we passed this like old fashioned candy store. It's probably the kind of place where like Rick, like Ricky Ricardo used to pick up like candy for Lucy, like when he had like fucked a bunch of women and wanted to like apologize. Like it's an old school Beverly Hills candy store. And we bought some mellow cream pup- pumpkins and they were like fucking disgusting. Like they were, they tasted like lemon, like they weren't. And like, I love a mellow cream pumpkin. So it's like there's not much sadder to me than like the anticipation of a mellow cream pumpkin and then the thwarting of a mellow cream pumpkin. Um, so I've been meaning to like, you know, make an amends to, to my tongue, um, for all these weeks. Speaking of my tongue, um, 
Yeah, I, I've been sick the past week. Um, I have this situation um, which I feel like I've, I've been on the precipice of getting a cold for the past week. And when I'm about to get sick and don't, and it's sort of like an underlying sickness, I do immediately diagnose myself with the fatal illness. Um, you know, that's what I have to do. Must just prepare for the fatal illness. Um, I don't know what fatal illness exactly I'm dying of, but I know it's it's going to be dark um, and it's grim because if it was a cold, wouldn't I just have a cold? Um, my husband too, um, whose health has been like, okay. I, I feel like I, I'm like officially old now. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to talk about my health, but like like, I mean, I am, I am officially old. Basically what happens for those of you, for the youth out there, shout out to my youthful listeners. What's going to happen to you is you're going to start to get like little odd pains and illnesses and symptoms. And at first they're going to be really, um, painful and disturbing and distracting. Like a couple years ago, um, I, because of, I'm always, um, hunched over my phone and even like I run with my phone, my, my shoulders and neck, um, I would get like a, I would get like headaches, like twice, two or three times a week, tension headaches. And also my shoulders and neck would just like be in knots. And, you know, for a while I would talk about it or complain about it or try to fix it. Sorry. I'm also opening up some Coke Zero, Coke Zero to wash down the, uh, the Malacream pumpkins and the Prozac. But, um, my mouth is really, it's a disgusting place, but so um, like my mouth is very American. Like is anything more American than Prozac, Mallow Cream Pumpkins and Coke Zero? Anyway, my bottom line is just basically now like the, all this neck pain and, and, and these headaches, it's just part of my, it's just my life. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing, it's not anything special. It's, it's just, it, I am a person who, you know, has neck and head pain and, and will be going forward, you know, just like I had the groin issue, last year. Now I'm just the groin thing. So it's just part of my life. Like I'm just a groin, you know, didn't know I was going to grow up to be a groin person. I'm a groin person. You know, this is the, this is the strangeness of aging. It's the surprises. It's the, I never thought like you just things you never thought you'd be, you know, when, when I was young, um, I did not think when I grew up, I want to be a person with neck and groin pain or I couldn't have predicted it. You know, I wouldn't have predicted it. But anyway, so I, but so I'm dying. Um, I'm dying. Um, you know, I'm not going to be dramatic about it. I, I haven't even, I mean, at this point, I don't even like say anything to my husband about my impending, you know, like, I'm just like, like he knows, he knows I'm always dying. And it's like, I, I, who am I? Like, I don't need to, I don't need to process it with anyone really, you know, like, I guess at this point, the shot has become like a, um, stand in for therapy. Um, but it's kind of nice. Cause I can just tell you I'm dying and then, like, you know, occasionally I, I do get emails from people about different things, um, you know, where they people, you know, so maybe I would get some condolence emails, but I don't have to, like, confront the issue like I would with a therapist and look it square in the face and maybe, like, do something about it. You know, like, I can just sort of live with this, like, low grade, underlying sense, persistent sense of sort of a general doom. You know, just like a vague, general, it's all overness, wafting, wafting over me. Um, but so part of feeling like I'm on the precipice of getting a cold. Well, first of all, so I'm always like my husband also feels like he might be about to get sick, which is bad because when he gets a cold, then he'll 
be like in bed for for months and months. Someone had asked me actually on Twitter. They said, how's Ron Jeremy's health? Ron Jeremy is what I call my husband in the So Sad Today book because um, I didn't want to like, you know, make him, I don't know, like he just, he was like, don't like, can you just not? Like, I mean, the book's dedicated to his real name, but he's like, can you just not like turn me into what? So he's Ron Jeremy in the book. But so Ron Jeremy's health, I mean, he's, I'd say like a three, which for us is pretty good. Like he's been able to like, um, go grocery shopping. Um, he can go to the beach. Um, you know, he can walk like a couple of blocks, like maybe like four, which is like this. I mean, I know this sounds pathetic, but, like, when you're dealing with someone who's, like, often bedridden, like, this isn't bad. But anyway, so we have to make sure he doesn't get a cold. But in a way, I'm secretly glad he's been having, like, a little bit of cold symptoms because then, like, if I do get the cold, like, if my if my fatality crests and goes over the edge and becomes a cold, then I won't have to feel responsible for having contagioned him, you know? So it's, it's all – it's a delicate balance between wishing the – you know, wishing – the person that you love, um, joy and peace, and also not wanting to like feel the shame of, um, you know, contagioning them. It's like a very, you know, this is, this is, I guess this is what marriage, what marriage is. Um, but I, what I've also, so my husband also, um, has this weird thing on his tongue called oral thrush. It's like a white, thing. It happens when your immune system is down. He hasn't had it in a long time. But I basically, another thing that I live with, I live in a permanent state of whitened tongue because of my Nicorette situation. Like, I don't know if it's thrush or if it's just, you know, if if it's the cancer of the tongue. I mean, I've had a white, irritated tongue, especially on the sides where I park the gum. For many years, it's just something I live with. I don't like to go to the dentist, um, so I don't, um, because I don't want them to, like, look at the tongue, because then I have to, like, face reality and and reckon. Um, But so my husband, though, so his doctor prescribed him this stuff to gargle with, which I'm so happy about, because it does help me with my tongue. You know, we're we're a tonguey, we're a tonguey fan. You know, we're we're really falling apart. I mean, it's, it's not it's not cute. You know, it's not cute. Um, I've been doing edits for my editor on the novel, um, which like, you know, it's definitely out of the weeds cause I sold it, but now I'm just like, um, how did I think this piece of shit was ready to be published? So I'm going back and doing a bunch of, sh- of shit. So I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm not doing a lot of leaving the house I'm sort of in the house. Um, we got invited to a very fancy birthday party, um, and it would be like a great opportunity to um, just sort of sit on the side and um, eat hors d'oeuvres and and spy on celebrities. Um, but we didn't go. Like neither of we just we didn't go. You know, like I just and like we never get invited to shit like that. You know, like it would have been it would have been cool. But at the same time, would it? You know, I I don't know. So. So that's sort of, you know, but I, I was feeling guilty about that because I'm like, well, I never leave the house. So like when, when am I going to have this like opportunity to like spy on celebrities again? Um, but I don't know. It would it just, it, I, I, I want, I preferred to stay home and, um, 
eat a fr- in an Amy's frozen dinner and a microwave microwavable yam. You know, like I'm old. Like it's all it's over. Like I'm not in the springtime of my life. You know, this is the fall. It's the fall of my life. Um, we're approaching the winter. And, um, you know, that's, I I have a great attitude. So, uh, clearly I'm going to age gracefully, um, psychologically and otherwise. So, yeah, so I'm not feeling great. So I was like, I don't even know what I want to talk about today. Like, I just, you know, it's all, this is like a litany of complaints. Like, they don't want to hear this shit. And I was like, well, can't, can I just be like honest with, like, can I just like, you know, like, aren't I enough? The answer is obviously no. But I was like, can't, like, can't just me where I'm at right now just be enough like if I want to just like be quiet with my white tongue like can I just kind of like it and the answer is no you know I don't trust I do not trust that um I am enough um even to talk to myself um alone in the car it's just not you know I I had a lot of trepidation because of how I was feeling thought I got to entertain. I got to be cute. So, so, um, when I was in Walgreens getting my Prozac and pumpkin, um, you know, I thought, how can I prove to, how can I prove to my, to my audience, to my rabid fans, uh, that I'm really fun, you know, that I'm like, that I'm fun. And I thought, well, you know what I'm fun, I'm good at. I'm really, I'm a fun person at the drugstore. Like I'm a fun, like if you ever go to CVS with me, like, you're going to have a good time, you know? Like, we're going to fucking girl out. We're going to make fun of shit. We're going to get excited about things like Mellow Cream Pumpkins. We're going to talk skincare. You know, like, shit's going to be fun. Like, I'm good at it. I am good at CVS. Um, I'm okay at Walgreens. Walgreens is a little sad, but my insurance requires that I go there. So, but, like, Dwayne Reed's CVS, I'm really good at. So, what I started doing is I was thinking, well, what if we pretend, what if I take the audience, my studio audience with me to Walgreens um, and, and we have like a Walgreens experience. So I, I just, um, so I started walking around the store, um, taking pictures of different things um, to discuss. I definitely looked a little odd. I think that Um, you know, if I worked there, I'd think that like, you know, I was being spied on. Um, so I feel bad about that. You know, if I worked there, I would definitely be paranoid, but I mean, I'm paranoid anyway, you know, it doesn't like, I'd I'd be paranoid anyway, even without someone taking pictures. Um, paranoia, it's like, it's just, it's, it's my realm. Um, but so, all right. So as I was at the register, so anyway, so yeah, so let's just, let's just do like a little tour of, I want to, I want to just prove to you that I've still got it, you know, that I can be fun, that it's, it's worth listening to this show because, you know, when you listen to this show, you are with a person who is great at a pharmacy. Okay. Who's just a fucking ball. All right. So not to oversell. All right, so at the register, there was, like, a People magazine, um, George and Amal, five years strong. First thing I thought is, who cares? Like, do I give a shit that George and Amal are still strong? No, like, I don't even want them to be strong. I don't want them, no, don't be strong. Uh, Renee opens up uh, about what? Unclear. Not sure what she's opening up about. Um, and then Felicity Huffman, which I could also give two shits about the whole college admissions. Like, I'm like, this is the most boring scandal 
Because I'm like, it involves like boring celebrities, like children, college age children, like just like my least favorite, a few of my least favorite things. Um, then there was women's world, which I found a lot more interesting because it's how to drop 17 pounds in 15 days, which, you know, I mean, as somebody with a history of eating disorders, it's going to catch my eye. You know, I think at this point I know all the tips and tricks and really the thing that I have to do is not implement them. You know, like my struggle for a better life is not implementing my wisdom, But, you know, when I see drop 17 pounds in 15 days, that's like, that's basically, you know, like, that's Playboy for me. Um, Let's see, what else do we have? Okay, then there was um, the chapstick selection. Now, there's Burt's Bees, which I I love. I love a Burt's Bee. I keep it in my nightstand. Shout out Burt's Bees. I like that you can feel it working. Um, And then there were all the other flavors. So if I was going to rank... The other flavors of like just regular chapstick, cherry and strawberry. Yes, I love a I love a black plain. Um, I love the vanilla birthday cake one. Not that into the um, pink lemonade one or the coconut pineapple. And I'll tell you why. It just feels a little threatening to me. Like the the sourness of it, you know, to me. Listen. I'm not judging your, it's just, this is just where I, where I am. I, I'm not in a place emotionally where I feel like I can handle a pink lemonade chapstick. Um, then there was a very sad selection of mints. There was, so I love doing, one thing I like to do when I'm on an airplane is when they have the Sky Mall catalog and like, if I'm sitting with someone, you know, like someone I know, like, like my husband, I'll, I make him play, what would you get on this page? Um, cause it's like commerce without commerce, you know, it's like the sort of the piece of capitalism, the, 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 all the good aspects of consumption and capitalism without actually having to buy anything, you know, it's the illusion of a, of a better life and a future and hope and potentiality and, and distraction without, um, buying a lot of crap. So, um, in the mints section, there was like some, and gum, there was like eclipse. I don't know what that is. Some jar of eclipse, ice cubes, uh, it's too too crazy for me mentos which i don't think they're the old school mentos so i'm not gonna fuck with them regular altoids and cinnamon altoids you know it's not a great spread i gotta say walgreens really needs to up their game i think that some were missing like i'm looking there's a lot of blank spaces but of all those i don't know i mean if the mentos are the og mentos i'd go with the mentos but if not i guess i'm just gonna have to go with cinnamon altoids just like by default you know like, they're not great. Okay. Now, behind the counter, we have cigarettes, which you know I love. I can't fuck with cigarettes because, basically, when I smoke, I smoke so much that the world, like, can't support my smoking. You know? Like, you can't. So, I, I quit all those years ago and, and have taken up the Nicorette game since then. But, like, I still have a very, like, emotional and aesthetic attachment to cigarettes. Um... I was, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Jap from the suburbs, so I was a Marlboro light smoker, um, but also a parliament, you know, like a recessed filter. I would sort of rotate them in and out. Like I, I was like, I'd say 65% of the time Marlboro and then like Marlboro lights and then like 35% of the time parliament. Um, my dad's a Marlboro red smoker. 
Um, and I think that's just like also why I have a fondness for cigarettes because it's just like my dad still, my dad, I mean, I wouldn't describe my dad as like particularly like happy or peaceful, which makes me sad. Um, when I was home, it was nice because I, um, I didn't take their misery personally. Like I feel like I've done a lot of, of work this year and I was like, Oh, like I, I'm not in control. Like I'm not, I don't have the power to like, you know, we don't like, I don't have the power to like, like cause them this misery or heal them of this misery. Like I can just show up and like be a daughter and be a good daughter, but like, I don't have to overextend and like cure them of their suffering humanity. But so, but my dad, like, I just always thought my, my dad always had like this, this Bob Dylan thing going on. Like he's funny, you know, he's definitely like avoidant, like of the world. Like he's, he's cynical and he's a smoker. So I always just thought that was so fucking cool. You know, now it's like, I mean, I, I see that like, maybe I wasn't, you know, I see that maybe like that might've been like an erroneous sort of like that cigarettes like don't make you cool, but like whatever, how a lot of people fall prey to that. So, um, anyway, but so my dad smokes reds. I was a Marlboro lights and parliaments, um, girl that that's what I would hit up if I were still smoking, probably. Um, or maybe, you know what? American spirits are good. I had a boyfriend in college who smoked Americans. I feel like a lot of people who still smoke now smoke American spirits. It's kind of like a vegetable, you know? Um, next at the cash register, we also have, okay, a People Magazine special Beatles edition. Okay. Can I, like, are we gonna, like, can we just, like, I feel like the Beatles, like, they've had their time. You know what I'm saying? Like, isn't it time to move on? Like, haven't we done, haven't we done the Beatles? I mean, I have nothing against the Beatles, but I just kind of feel like, you know, and same with, like, Bob Dylan, too. It's like, how many more documentaries do we need? You know, like, it's, it's been, it... Like, I, I don't know. I just, I, listen, I'm not, I'm not protesting the Beatles. I'm not, I have nothing against the Beatles, but it's like, I mean, I guess the Beatles still sell. Um, you know, I guess the Beatles still sell as well as like Miley in touch, dumped and out of control. Cause like they're right next to each other. I mean, that's fucking, that's capitalism power right there. Like if you can rival Miley dumped and out of control and like inside the Emmys, Zendaya Milo, um, you know, and, and you haven't, um, had a song together since like what, 1970, um, you know, that's pretty, that's impressive, but like, you know, that's the thing, it's like, we, we all, okay, we all know the Beatles are impressive, mm. I feel like this is a very negative episode, I don't want to be neg, but like, I don't know, I think, you know, whatever, you go to Walgreens, if it was CVS, I'd be more positive, I'd be much more positive person if, if I'd gone to CVS, but, Walgreens is a cut below. Okay, what else? Oh, bizarre. Demi Moore's naked. She looked good. Oh my god, she looks hot. On the cover of Bizarre, her boobs are amazing. She has overcome love, loss, and addiction. But then, right next to this picture of Demi Moore, they say, be your best at every age. Listen, I don't want to be my best at this age. Like, I I feel as though they're my best at this age, like, doesn't... It doesn't really like matter. You you know what I'm like like why bother? I mean I am. You know I'm still like body dysmorphic and like full of insecurity, so I'm like desperately clinging to like 
the dregs of beauty that I have left. Um, but like be your best at any age. I'm like, don't, don't throw me a bone. We all know that like my best at this age, like it's not really a best. Um, and you know, it's strange too. Cause as I say that, I think about the fact that I'm like, my tastes in, in women are getting more and more mature. Like I am now definitely in the porn in, in when I watch porn, I'm definitely in like like there's some there's some G milfs, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a grandma in porn's like 30, but but there's some, you know, I, I, I'm mature is a very frequent search term for me. Um, so it's not about like who I want to fuck, but it's about who I feel that I, the body that I inhabit. Like I have much different standards and judgments and perceptions about my own body than I do for what I'm attracted to and I tend to think that what I'm attracted to is probably like more true to me you know if they're I don't I don't really believe in a core self per se but but closer to that and then my standards for my own body are like a total warped distortion perversion of um you know human goodness and and peace is kind of how I see it all right um next there was a shelf and it had all that was on it was charcoal lighter fluid I think this is the sale shelf charcoal lighter fluid then something called a sharper image socket shelf where you can add a shelf to any outlet so I guess you you take an outlet and and you build a shelf on top of it in in the bathroom and then um a water bottle that's called o2 cool mist and sip squeeze trigger to mist um if I had to have any of those, you know, it's tough. I guess I would get the socket. I mean, you know, I don't drink water, so it wouldn't be the mist and sip. Um, I really don't have a need for like lighter fluid. Um, so I, I guess it would be the socket shelf. Um, and I would probably gift it. I, I would, it's the socket shelf is actually a great, like a white elephant. I feel like the socket shelf is like a really, cause it's just like, what the fuck is this? And like, if you're going to do a white elephant, what the fuck is this? So I guess I would have to go with the socket shelf. Then there were those things that the pop sockets that you put on the back of your phone to like hold. I've never had one of those, but they had different patterns. They have an American flag. Ew. I find the American flag very unappealing. And they're nine, nine, they're nine 99. So I, I wouldn't be buying one of these. Cause I'm like, like I'm going to buy this like piece of cardboard for nine 99. But so the patterns were. Um, an American flag, a sort of like ugly ass green one, one that looks like it's sort of like a map of the globe, which I'm not that into either. And then there's one that looks sort of like a beautiful, like pink and blue pastel rendering of the moon. And I'm not like a diehard moon person. Like sometimes I feel like the moon is like making fun of me. You know, I've talked about the moon here before. I, I have, I have mixed feelings about the moon, but um, aspirationally, I want to be a moon person, you know, like I think something in my heart just leapt when I saw the pop socket, pop grip, pink and purple pastel moon thing. Like I was just like, yes, like this is, it's an aspir, you know, the, it's an aspirational thing. Like the American flag, no, it's just not happening. And, and the one of the world, I, I mean, I, I spend enough time in the world. I don't need that, but the moon. So I would, I would go, I would buy the moon one. Um, if I were going to buy one, but I've never done a pop group. Okay. Then there was also, there was this thing that was like a shelf with also, I guess a sales, it was like an as seen on TV type shelf. 
And they had, okay, what do they have? They have something called flip-up tack glasses. They, oh, you fit them over your existing eyewear. Flip up, flip down. There's something called night sight, which is polarized HD driving glasses. Um, and then there's a picture of a, a man and a woman both wearing these big yellow glasses. And apparently it enhances color and clarity. And, um, and they're like snuggled up together. They're cute. They look good. Um, but I don't wear glasses, so I don't think I would get the sticky ones. And I mean, I don't know. I don't driving at night. It's not a challenge yet. Um, then there's a projection alarm clock, which just looks really cool. It looks like a glowing orb. And then there's some kind of thing that's a VR headset and headphones. Listen, I have enough reality. I don't need augment. Like I, I just, I can't, I can't get involved with this VR situation. So I would definitely go with the cool, I actually could use it. It's only $12.99 for this really cool Space Age Sharper Image Projection Alarm Clock. So I think I would I would go with that. That's what I would get if I were getting something. Um, also from that same locus of As Seen on TV stuff. Um, oh, there's more pop-ums. There's more like those poppy things for your phone. A sunflower. I'd still go with the moon. Okay. Let's see. There's something called the Rodent Sheriff. Um... No, I just, I would feel bad. We had a, we had a rat dying in our backyard a couple days ago and it was like very traumatic for both my husband and myself. Like then the rat like went across the street and it was like dying. Like it just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't stop dying. Um, but we like weren't hundred percent sure it was dying and neither of it. Like, I don't feel like I'm in a position to put something out of its misery. So we had to go, we went over to my Texan neighbor who we know has like eight guns and we were like, okay, can you come look at this creature? And he's like, no, you can't like, he's like, you're not going to shoot the rat. But then the rat like scampered away into the woods. And then, um, he's like, you know, what you do is you'd hit it with a hammer. And I was like, that's not happening. And then, so he, then the neighbor went away and then the rat came back. Like the rat, I felt like haunted, by this rat and I was like is this like a foreboding sense of something to come like is the rat like a like a ghost animal I know I can't say spirit animal so a ghost animal or like a you know a a magic like is is it foreboding like I don't know I just want to look up really quickly what is like what is a rat anyway it was like dying it it died in front of us for like 24 hours and we like just didn't know what to do you know because also what if like it was gonna rally like i'm not gonna kill it oh okay the rat also indicates it indicates wealth abundance and well i don't want fertility but maybe like the dead rat is my the dying rat is my dying fertility it's similar to the to the rabbit meaning don't fear the rat spirit animal because this symbolizes an abundant period that will soon take place but what if it's a dying rat does that mean it's like a reversal of fortune anyway I just felt so bad for this rat because I was I don't know like I just I was like it's so like if it was dying and it was suffering it was like so alone and it's like death and suffering um it says when a rat scurries it's time to get motivated and moving well that's true um, rat as totem animal belongs to those souls who are naturally inventive. I'd like to, I'm pretty inventive. Um, call in rat as your power animal when you need the confidence to achieve your goals. But like, what if it's a dot? Like, what if it's like a dying rat? You know, I don't really know. Anyway, so on this shelf, I gotta, I gotta wrap this fucking thing up. But so on this shelf, there's something, there's a something called the rodent sheriff. I don't even know what that is. Maybe we could have used that. Um, to help, you know, Dr. Kevorkian, this poor rat. I felt so bad for it. 
Um, then there's something called the therapy needing neck massager. Oh, obviously right there. It doesn't even matter what the other shit is on the shelf. There's an air fryer. That could be cool. Um, something called the ice genie, but no, I mean the therapy needing neck massager, like there's a, there's a bitch on here who looks like Martha Stewart. I mean, that's basically, you know, she's like the, she's the waspy version of me. Um, pain relief. I need that. I want that shit. Um, all right, let's do like one or two more. I took a lot of pictures. It's like, I really did like a photo shoot. All right. Tampons. I mean, obviously OB, not obviously, but like, I feel like you know me well enough now to know that like, I'm, I don't need frou-frou. Like I, like an applicator, like I, I, I I like to, I like the hands-on experience of using an OB. Um, people without vaginas who are listening and who are, uh, perplexed by what that means. I mean, it's fine. It's basically just, it's a tampon. It's like a tampon. That's like, just like putting the dick in, you know, without a condom first. It's just like a bareback. I, lo- I just bareback my tampons. Cause like, why make, you know, I've, I've been using OB since the very beginning. Um, you know, even before all the, the global warming reports, it's just, you know, it's just what I, I'm an OB girl. I'm an OB girl. I would, if OB wanted to sponsor this Shodcast, I think I'd take them up on it. I like OB. You know, I would do any brand that I genuinely like. Um, what I'm not going to do is, you know, one of these like snack boxes that's like missing a vowel, like Snook. Uh, Like I, I, but if it was a brand I actually like, you know, I'd do it. Um, she says over her unmonetized one and a half year old. I just, I can't, you know, I just don't want to sell out like that. I'll sell out for other things for sure. But this, you know, it's just like, I'm not going to sell out for something called like snook. Um, okay. Snook. Um, cause you know, it's all just like dried cranberries and like organic bullshit. Okay. Um, of all the makeups, I'm not a big drugstore makeup person. I am. My Jap definitely comes out. Um, I'm much more of a Sephora girl, but if I had to go with a drugstore brand, definitely NYX. Um, and let's see, um, French pharmacy brands. Um, I used to love Aven, but they changed all their formulas. So, um, I'm more of a La Roche-Posay girl than a Vichy girl, but, um, but I think the, I, I love French pharmacy brands. Like if I could just live in like a Parisian pharmacy, I'd be okay. I really, I really do wish I was in Paris right now, but if I were in Paris, I would just want to be honestly like in my car, in the Walgreens parking lot in Los Angeles, California. You know, it's like, this is let, this is what it is to, to exist in a, in a body that, that fantasizes about places like Paris, but really just is very tired and, um, kind of, over a lot of things. Um, okay. All right. Last thing, last thing I'll do, um, the waters, the water bottles. So there's like this new water Essentia. I don't get it. I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with Essentia. My friend, um, when I, I saw a friend of mine a couple weeks ago and she had like gone to the supermarket and she had like an extra bottle of Essentia and she gave it to me. Well, like, I mean, I'm very slow to drink water. So like weeks later, the Essentia is still only half drunk in my fridge. But um, she likes it because it has a health goth vibe, which I get. I mean, I'm told, you know, listen, if something has like a like a health goth or like a punk, you know, I, I, I love it. But I'm just like, but it's still water. 
You know, so it's kind of like if you were to go to like a, like a punk show, um, like, and then when you get there, like you're 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 going to a punk show, and then when you get there, like it's John Mayer. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, yeah, the bottle's good, but like, what's inside? Like, I don't know, man. Like I think Coke Zero, to me, like Coke Zero is much more. I don't know. It's much more, much more rigorous than this, than this essential water bullshit. But I get it. I get that people want to like hydrate themselves and like, you know, like not die and like not have their pee be like a weird caffeine concentrated, um, liquid. Like, you know, I I get it. I I understand. I understand why you drink water, but I just, I don't know. So if I was going to get one of these waters, if if I was really thirsty and had to buy a, wa- a bottle of water, which is like usually once every like three months, I would just get like probably the smart water. I like the smart water branding. Um, cause I like that it has the nipple on the top so you can squeegee it into your mouth. Cause it sort of like makes up for the fact that I wasn't breastfed. So I like any, wa- I like the waters that are like the 24 ounces that have like the, the nipple on them. Like then I feel like I can, I can get with water. Um, more but usually you won't catch me buying water um but you will catch me buying mallow pumpkins and coke zero and prozac so that's it i don't you know i don't know was that was that was that enough of an episode i don't even know how long this has been recording i mean the nice thing about being the nice thing about phoning this in the nice thing about not having like sponsors or whatever or giving or, or at least, like, having an aesthetic where I pretend not to give a shit, even though, like, there's nothing I do where I don't actually um, utilize it as a litmus of, like, you know, whether I deserve to live on the planet. But the nice thing about it is that, you know, I can pretend I don't really care. So let's pretend I don't really care. Um, let's pretend that I'm not terrified of judgment, um, that you're not sitting, that I'm not thinking that you're sitting there being like this is fucking stupid what is she doing this is this this shot is is a grave disappointment um you know I expected so much more out of a a a show called eating alone in my car taped on uh an iphone um and I will see you on the flip side that's all bye bye